0: records are there to be broken said Michael Schumacher the record is broken
1: Lewis Hamilton wins the Portuguese Grand Prix Hamilton has more wins than any other driver in Formula One history
0: get in there Lewis what a race mate you are rewriting the history books well done mate what a fantastic job today really awesome
1: Lewis 92 92 oh guys I I actually couldn't have done this without all of you, thank you so much for continuing to believe in me, continuing to strive for perfection, it's such an honor to work with you guys, thank you.
0: And you Lewis, a real honor, it is a real honor, genuinely.
1: Amazing job guys, (laughs) amazing. Well, we had to capture that moment regardless of uh, what has been going on. Um, I think history uh, would always judge us harshly and uh, it will never be kind to us if we don't carry this notion of 92 race wins. It is incredible. I mean, history was made yesterday at the Padre de in circuit um, in Portugal, a track which had never really hosted a Formula One race before. Uh, this coronavirus affected 2020 season and also in a country where... This remarkable gentleman had never raced a Formula One car. And, and there's also a saying in sport that um, records are meant to be broken. You heard the, the commentary right uh, towards the end. And, and if you break a record, many thought would stand the test of time. You may as well be called the greatest of all time. You be the GOAT. And that's exactly where he's at right now. I mean, bettering the record of 91 race wins set by Michael Schumacher, um, racking up wins... With Terminator-like ruthlessness, you look at uh, Lewis Hamilton, who's now become Formula One's most successful driver in history, in terms of race wins of all time. After powering uh, to victory there at the Portuguese Grand Prix, uh, clenching that number 92 let's go across now to the uk because uh, a man that i i envy almost all the time is is, is right there he's capturing all the moments i think uh, a lot of the photos that you see from formula one circuits uh, across the world he's there he's capturing them has a fantastic um ig page as well mark sutton uh, who joins me on the line uh, to talk about this uh, mark thank you so much for your time good evening welcome to msw yeah good evening yeah just back from
0: portugal actually last night but. uh what an amazing circuit. It's the first time I, I've been there pretty much like a lot of the drivers. So it was uh, it was pretty special to go to this track. Um, I've heard a lot about it. Some some of my colleagues have been there for a, some tests that they've had in the early 2000s, but never been for a race there. So, wow. All I can say is that circuit is like a roller coaster track. It's It's incredible. It's in the mountains. It's undulating. It's I mean, for photos, in terms of photo opportunities, it's incredible. Um, obviously, we had fans there as well, which was another big thing. Yeah, um, they cut it back a little bit on general admission, so they just had people in grandstand seats, all social distance, wearing the masks. Um, but a pretty big crowd. It was it was it was a great atmosphere, and every overtake, every moment of that weekend was um, they were cheering and they were. It was amazing the different support for all the different drivers. You know, some tracks you go to, like, obviously, Germany and the UK, you've got a big support for those. Obviously, those drivers of those countries, like uh, Lewis has got a massive following in the UK. But, obviously, Portugal is quite independent. So, it was amazing. There's a lot of Brits there, a lot of Brits there in the crowd with their Union Jacks, obviously, supporting Lewis. And um, it was magical to see him win his uh, 92nd victory. I I was actually there for his first victory in Montreal, in 2007, and that was pretty special, and um, watched his career all the way through, really. I, I actually remember Lewis um, at the Autosport show in Birmingham as a little boy when he was karting, um, and I remember then he, he sort of shone, even in this little kart race they had with the, with a lot of the media and um, sort of touring car drivers. It was pretty special, and um, obviously I followed Lewis through for his Formula, Formula Renault, Formula 3, and... Formula Two, obviously success, and then onto McLaren. But uh, yeah, it was pretty special. And obviously Heineken, Heineken, had, had helped it a little bit. What they've done with the podium is they put this backdrop on with like a like a TV screen in the backdrop mm. of the podium. So when Lewis came on there, his picture actually portrayed on the backdrop, and we were able to then use him against his own picture, which created a really nice photos, a set of pictures. And they put up 92 victories. Uh, it said world record holder. And yeah, it was a great set of pictures, great podium um, under these conditions. It was, it was great. And the crowd were cheering like mad. Lewis, the races I covered before this, before we've had the fans, it, it wasn't exactly the same. You didn't have that. You didn't have all the cheering of the fans. You didn't have the emotion of the driver, really. And now we've got the fans back. It, it, it's totally different. The, the drivers do react to the fans when they cheer, you know, and you've got that extra, you've got extra support from the drivers. It really does help with the pictures as well. So, um, it's good to be back, and obviously we're off to uh, we're off to the next the next races in Imola, which is obviously a very historical circuit. Obviously, for bad reasons in terms of losing the tragic life of uh, Roland Ratzenberger Annette, and Ayrton Senna in 94, but. Um, Obviously, I was there from, from those years onwards until 19, 2006 when they stopped the last race, but I'm looking forward to going back, and it's quite a historical circuit. It's got um, all the memories for me, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it, but Portimao was an amazing weekend. I mean, the weather, the weather on Sunday wasn't so good. The previous two days, we'd had beautiful sunshine. And we were able to shoot against the sky, and on the, on, the, on the Friday, the Friday morning, there was a really moody sky, really moody clouds and that, that created some beautiful pictures as well so um, I mean working in Formula 1 this year is very different we're obviously yeah. we're not there's two different bubbles so there's like an internal bubble for the for the teams and the drivers and the team photographers and obviously the uh, cameramen and then there's an outside bubble which is where I am and it's an FIA bubble so we, we, we only work on the track we don't work in the pits or the paddock so it, it is a little bit restricted but I'm really enjoying it even though We've got these little restrictions. We're still able to do quite a lot. And um, it's nice to be back on the circuit more than I've ever been before. So, the age has been great.
1: I was going to say that it, it would have been really wonderful, though, with the fans back. But also, when you contrast, you, you made mention of the first victory that he had back in 2007. And, I mean, just the drama around that as well. When you try and contrast that again, uh, Mark, can you look at what, the development yeah. has been like for a Lewis Hamilton uh, who was near what like half a second quicker than Alonso back then uh, in qualifying to secure his first uh, Formula yeah. One poll as well uh, back in 2007. Yeah. What, what did you say about the growth, the maturity, the man that has now broken this record?
0: I mean for Lewis I think obviously he had all those controversies with Alonso. He, he obviously nearly won the championship in 2007, clinched it in 2008, and then, obviously, struggled a little bit in the pre, in the next years, really, because the car wasn't as competitive. And then you had Sebastian Vettel's Red Bull, which really became dominant. And that was his problem. And then he had to look for, for a new opportunity. It was amazing, because then you had Michael Schumacher and Nico Rosberg developing what was Mercedes' car. And then, obviously, the hybrid. The hybrid car came. Well, it was more about the engine, really. The hybrid engine was so revolutionary And Mercedes had worked on this for a couple of years before anybody, and they were so more advanced, and they had the technology, the power, and also the way that that engine has got this curve system, basically, which you generate energy as you drive the car, as you know, with something like a a Toyota Prius. So when you brake and you accelerate, um, it's storing that energy in the battery. And the way Mercedes developed this over this two-year period, before it actually came into fruition um, was amazing and obviously when they launched that car I think in 2014 um, it was the, by far the best car and obviously it's been dominant ever since really and the only people that have got ever sort of close to it has really been Red Bull or Ferrari but never enough really to sort of, to uh, to stop this domination and uh, obviously Nico got that one year in 2016 where he won the championship uh, but obviously that was that was that was brilliant that Nico did that, and yeah. uh, but obviously Lewis now is dominant. He's probably going to well, he will win his seventh world championship um, here in possibly in Imola, but probably more likely in Turkey. Um, and I've been to Turkey many times; it's a wonderful track as well. And then obviously um, the constructors' championship will probably, I think that will be probably decided in Imola. And then Lewis has another chance next year. So these cars that they currently have basically will be the same cars they will run next year. So they're going to develop it as much as they can now up to Abu Dhabi. And then after Abu Dhabi, that will be the car that they run next year. So it won't be a brand new chassis, won't be a brand new car. It'll be the same chassis, same car. And that means that they will reduce costs because obviously COVID has affected the teams, has affected Formula One, and they want to reduce costs. And it's a great way to stop the development and just reduce the costs really. And so there'll only be slight, things they can do in 2021 uh, but Lewis could win the championship again so he could actually beat Michael's record of seven he'll obviously equal it this year mm. and then the, the goal is to obviously try and beat it in 2021 now 2022 as you know we've got a brand new chassis we've got brand new development different aero package completely different car so we don't really know how the teams are going to perform the budget is a lot lower 145 million euros I believe Uh a lot less than what it is now probably half um so yeah, it's gonna be interesting i mean I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to these last races Imola, turkey we've got two races in bahrain one on the the night track and then one on the oval and then we've got another race in abu dhabi under the lights uh, sort of sunset they call it a dusk dusk sort of sunset into into the night um but obviously no fans in those last three races we're going to have fans in we're going to have fans in Imola, but no fans in Turkey now. They've decided not to have any fans in Turkey. So Imola, they possibly will have fans, but again, mm. there's, there's a lot of new restrictions being just launched today in Italy. So they may have to cut those fans. I don't know, but um, those last three races should be great. Um, they're going to be. It's a, it's a back-to-back uh, three races in a row, and we're going to end on the 13th of December in Abu Dhabi, and then there's a one-day test actually on the 15th. So there's a one day off and then there's a one day test for the young drivers, so that will be quite interesting on the fifteenth of December so we're running ten days before christmas so it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be quite
1: interesting jeez mm, i mean I was going to ask you though just um in closing because I really <laughs> We've all been following, and it's just been such a historical but also uh, COVID-laden year that it's a mixed bag of things. As you say, you had fans, now you're not going to have fans, and then probably um, Abu Dhabi, you're going to have fans all over again. What's the the, the, the picture that stands out? What what picture stands out for you the most in terms of what you've taken, though, Mark, uh, from that race that was held yesterday? I mean, did you get a magical shot that says to you, this really captures the moment?
0: Well, it was, it, was, it was a weird start, wasn't it? I mean, it, it was quite a great... The problem with this track was it was a new track surface, so a lot of the yeah. drivers were quite perplexed why they couldn't get the grip. I think the start was really weird. The start, obviously, the Mercedes led, but I didn't see the rest of the track, and I haven't watched it back yet. But obviously, there was issues with, with track grip. And obviously, then we had a... The next minute, I see a McLaren coming down the start-finish line, so a McLaren's leading the race, so that was quite weird. And obviously, then, eventually, the, the Mercedes came back and won, but um, I think for me, it was it was Lewis on the podium with, with that backdrop of his face. And also the fact, he, there was a really nice shot where he hooked, he hooked the trophy on his back and sort of walked with it sort of behind him and sort of giving the fans the Vs. He, he didn't stop appreciating the fans being there. Mm-hmm. And I think that, for me, to see the reaction from the fans, reaction to the driver, it's that two-way relationship. That creates great pictures for us. <clears throat> And I posted all those on my Instagram. It's, um, if you want to look at my Instagram page, it's at F1 Sutton, just to give you an idea of my Instagram. But um, I'm still posting more pictures. But um, for me, that was the great shot, the one with the backdrop and also the one where we left with the trophy. The champagne was great. They lifted... Um, they lifted up the, the the engineer. I can't remember his first name. Peter Bonnington. That's it. Peter Bonnington is the is, is Lewis's engineer, and he the boat drivers lifted him up because he's been he's been the, the the sort of hinge pin of 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 the success of Lewis. He's really guided him, given him the confidence, and um, that's that's what the driver needs. He needs someone at the end of the line to give him the confidence to stay out one lap more or to push with this one lap to stay ahead, you know. So, for me, it's the, also the engineer. And, and Lewis appreciates the team as well, the team effort from the pit stops, you know, down to the cleaner back at the factory. You know, he, he always looks after everybody, you know, and he will go there pre-Christmas and see all all his staff. Obviously, the social distancing will be a, will be a problem, but he always appreciates everybody back to the cleaner, back at the factory there. You know, it's about 1,200 people work at Mercedes in uh, Brackley. And obviously you've got the the, the engine facility in in uh, Brixworth, um, so yeah, Lewis certainly appreciates, and and so does Valtteri. You know, it's a two team effort, two driver effort to win that constructors championship, and they're almost double the amount of points of Red Bull at the moment. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been a great season, I and mean, I, I know it's been restricted, but uh, yeah. I've I've really enjoyed it so far. Been some great images. Uh, I'm still loving my job after 35 years, and I'm still. I've got a real passion. It's going to be great to go back to Imola and Turkey and then finish the season in, in the Middle East with some sunshine. So, yeah, it's going
1: to be great. All right. Check it out there on his Instagram page. As it says, it's um, F1 Sutton. I love the first pump there between um, Lewis as well as Seb um, yeah. Vettel. I mean, what a way. Yeah, right. What a way to yeah. capture that. I mean, just the emotion, the the eyeball contact as well that's uh, come through. It's one job because
0: you literally shoot. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You're literally shooting like 10, 15 frames, and that's just one of them. So, you got to, you got to, that's why we've got a, a camera that shoots 14 frames a second. But, yeah, it's all, it's crazy. all crazy.
1: That is crazy. Thank you. Keep up the good work, Mark. I really, really thank you. Thanks very and, much. And, and always, always yeah. look forward to uh, chatting to you. All of the best as you wrap up the season.
0: Thank you very much. Yeah, see you soon. Thank you. Thank you
1: so much. That's Mark Sutton there as a Formula One photographer all the way uh, in the UK now. As I said, just come back from Portugal. Let's take one voice note. We take a break and then we come back and we deal with the issues around uh, the killing of Sanzo Meio and what has transpired today. Gerinel will chat to us. Also, brothers, Fiso. Good evening, Arab. Good evening
0: to listeners. Uh, I would like to say congratulations to the uh, MLT, it is did a great job. Break the record. We are so happy.
1: And then, he's the life Africa. A child leader, Masanta, and from Thank you, Tarop.